It was an honor and a dishonor to serve with Mark Lopez on the Power of Four. His loss will be greatly felt, but also not felt, as it wasn't that great. Mark, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. How about you, Mark? I'm doing man? good. Did you like the words I said? I did. I did. I was actually going to be next after you you spoke. No, I was going to... I, I plan was... on saying that um, at your actual <laughs> funeral. My God. Mm, they're, getting, they're getting so adaptive, these... I know. I got to keep... Mark is dead stuff. in every episode. <laughs> God. How are like, you? You know, when did, what if you actually die? People just don't oh believe God, me when I do imagine? it. I'm like, I don't, guys, I'm not even, I don't even speak that whole episode. Like, guys, Mark's dead. <laughs> like, like, no, I mean, like, if you actually die... And then I on a podcast episode, I'm like, guys, Mark's dead. But they don't believe me because I've done humor it so many is, times. Your humor is crazy, bro. I think, I think it just went right over your head. Maybe. Uh, maybe. I, <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing, though? I'm doing. Doing all right. That's good. That's good. Chilling. chilling. Working. Yeah, man. Yeah, for sure. Hate working. Yeah. Want to win the lottery already, man. Oh, dude, that's what people keep telling me at work. Like, I'll be working with them, and then I'm like, anything new? And they're like... Unless you win the lottery for me, not really, but mm. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's my wish. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, money can't buy happiness, but like, hey, money doesn't mm. mean I don't got to work anymore, <laughs> and I'd be pretty damn happy if I didn't have to work anymore. Was was this week pretty crazy for you? Yeah, I don't know what what's happening. Maybe it's because it's football season, but damn. <laughs> every every Sunday and Monday is just like, everyone's like, go to Publix. Publix. Oh, dude, if people at Home Depot do, Saturdays, bro. What the hell are they going to pay? Oh, oh, I got to build guys, this house guys, tonight. Guys, I know, I know, tonight, we, I know guys. It's, it's Sunday, but we really got to get this lumber. Like. <laughs> 40 pounds of lumber, bro. 40 pounds of lumber? That's not a lot of lumber, actually. Yes, yeah, that's, that's a chunk of lumber. Well, it depends on what the cut of the lumber is. Well, how like, much is a lot? Lumber by itself is like four or five pounds. Okay. So 40 pounds. We're going to stop right here before we like make this into a math lumber. class. This is not a math class. <laughs> All right, Mark. All so right. It's a, if one piece of lumber weighs five pounds <laughs> and you give them 40 pounds, okay, how okay. much lumber did you give them? Uh, is this multiple choice? By choice? By, by choice? choice? <laughs> Ooh, I watched the uh, the vice presidential debate the other day. Oh, really? How was it? Your a fly review. flew on Mike Pence's a head. <laughs> That's the most eventful thing that happened during that whole I like thing. seeing those memes now of the fly. Shout out to last oh. election when, when my man Ken Bone. Oh, snap. Ken Bone, Ken Bone was, was like man. offered to ask a question. And for those of you who don't know who Ken Bone is, just look it up. He's got... He's just... The perfect man. <laughs> President of the United States. Do you remember right Ken there. Bone? A little bit, a little bit. I remember. I just remember he looks like the goofiest man ever. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you watch any of the debates? Uh, from from that year? Uh, man. No, 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 from this year. Like the original Oh, ones. oh, uh, no, but I've seen much, many highlights of it for sure. It's it's definitely something. My man Ken Bone. Sorry, I just oh, pulled up the picture. Oh, he is. Look at this man. What a nerd! Probably was with his mom. I think he was on Saturday Night Live too. Yeah, I think he was. <laughs> Everyone loved him so much. Oh man, that's fantastic, man. That's fantastic. But uh, well, I'm glad you're doing good. And uh, after this episode, me and Thomas are gonna go to go to Michael's. Mm. I got a miniature for for D and D, and I gotta paint it with acrylic paint. Yep. I don't, I don't know, know how he's gonna do it because that thing is super small. I don't know how I'm gonna do it either. But, but <laughs> if there's one see. thing I'm good at, it's working with small things. Okay. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we're going to end it right there. <laughs> and for those of you listening, yes, I do mean what you think. I mean, no, no, no. no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. All right. We like to have fun here at the Power of
on today's episode of the power of four we have a friend of mine we've been working together for many many years um in high school and uh now we are we are grown and uh we are figuring stuff out as we go along this is sophia garcia how are you doing sophia I'm doing good, you know, uh, working right. through it, getting there. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> that's all you can. That's all you can do these days. It's all you can do, really. Um, you recently just—I mean, yeah—graduated from Stevens. I did. Yeah, I graduated in May. And technically, Stevens is in Columbia, Missouri. If I'm Columbia, right, Missouri. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't think it because Mizzou's there, so everybody's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, it's mm. a big college town." And how was that? You know, it was interesting. Um. I am not the biggest socialite, so it didn't really bother me. I didn't, like, uh-huh. go out and rage every night, that mm. kind of thing. Um, but it was good. I mean, it was nice to have a little area of town that was, like, uh-huh. just just women chilling, having a yeah, good time. Yeah, it's an all-girls school, isn't it? It is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. Not that I would know anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And it was th- three years, right? Three years? Yeah, so I did three years and two summers. So I ended up with the eight semesters. Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, when you think about it, it's like, oh, I, I guess I could have done that mm-hmm. fourth year anyway. Because mm-hmm. um, it was meant to be like, oh, I'm getting out early. I'm getting into the world. Right, and, right. And I'm working at the Dunkin' down the street. So, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, But it, it is hard. I mean, like, because yeah. most of us were doing acting as well. And, and now, like, with everything going on, like, it's hard to do anything at this point, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So it's really just a matter of with being patient. With the play going on, you know? Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. But so, um, well, what did you get your degree in? Uh, I have a degree in acting. Um, well, it's like technically theater arts, so it's everything. Mm-hmm. But I want to go into directing more. Like, mm-hmm. I did that my last year um, heavily, and that's it's more of what I'm like looking to get work in. So, mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. okay. Because you started doing, uh, you started with musical theater at the time. Yeah, yeah. so I. So when I applied, I thought I applied on a musical theater track. And then when I got there, they were like, hey, acting student. And I was like, what? Why did I do that? Uh. And uh, I saw a dance class and I went, that's exactly why I did that. Because I'm not a dancer at all. And I also thought it was like a good idea to just... um, I didn't know much about acting, if that makes sense. Like, I had done music a lot longer than I had acting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, technique-wise, like, you know, we learned a lot in high school, but that was the part where I was like, I'm just ready to really dig into this. Um, So I I stayed an acting student, and then uh, I just figured out it wasn't really for me. Like, it gives Mm -hmm. me a lot of anxiety to um, act on stage, and I just realized that it was a lot for me to, like, try and get out of my head which is something I'm not really good at. Mm-hmm. And I, I just felt like I could never, like, fully be in the moment and never, like, fully give everything to the character. Like, that's my personal okay. opinion on okay. my acting. And, um, yeah, so so when I took directing classes, I was like, oh, this is nice. This yeah. is a yeah. good way for yeah. me to serve the whole process yeah. and not have to get on stage and worry about how I'm presenting or if I'm 
presenting correctly or whatever mm-hmm. so so do you think actually now that you bring that up mm-hmm. do you think you've always had that feeling since you started yeah um when you were little yeah just didn't know when it at I the think, time when i you know think what I mean? about it yeah because i mean when i was younger it was like i'm doing this thing i'm doing this for fun you yeah. know it makes me happy to do and i enjoy doing it and all my friends do it too and then you know like i did it in high school and i always loved doing it but i was when i think about it i was so ner- like just nervous all the time and it, it's good to have like nervous energy you know mm-hmm. but i was i would just i don't know when i got into college i just got really hard on myself i guess right and uh yeah yeah, I guess that there was always a part of me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I was thinking, like, oh, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life, I was like, Ugh, am I really going to do this for the rest of my yeah, life? Right, <laughs> or yeah, yeah. is it like, am I going to do theater? And then, it, yeah, I figured out, okay. So, I, I mean, I, I still love to act. I love to do it because it challenges me. Um, I just know it's not good for me, like, long term Mm -hmm. like if i'm doing acting every once in a while or like i'm acting in something that i wrote or something that i want to direct like i see that as more plausible like if i have to do it you know i already feel like i have to do it then i'll do it but won't be your first resort exactly that that's i think that's a good way of putting it actually Mm -hmm. is that i've always felt like i have to do it Mm. Mm -hmm. does that make sense Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah yeah absolutely Wow. I see where you're coming from. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, what was the like the college experience like for you though up there? I mean, I know you said you were, you, did, you weren't a rager, you didn't go to parties and stuff, but was yeah. it like what was the studying like? You know, did you have to take like the core classes or anything? Yeah. Or? So, um, I it, I went to a, it was a private college, so it's like a lot less people, like probably a hundred more people than was in our high school graduating class. We had like oh yeah, like, you know, five hundred or five fifty in our class. There was probably, like, 600 students at Stevens total. Like, mm. not that many people at right. all. Um, which was really nice. Because I don't... Yeah. Again, I'm not... Like, I like people. I like getting to know people. But I just know that I wouldn't be able to survive in a class that was, like, you know, 100 people all in right. the classroom. You know, right. I, would, I wouldn't be able to be like that. So, um, it was great, though. I had a great time. Um... You know, I've had a couple of months to, like, look back and really think about my whole college career. And um, I just really miss, like, the independence of it all. Yeah, yeah. Um, Because I had an apartment. I had a roommate um, who was, like, one of my best friends. Um, So, you know, that the best part is, like, figuring out who you are in, like, a completely different environment that you're kind of just thrown into and you're like, you're working through it, you're working through it. You're like, what am I, you know, Yeah. who am I really? What am I here to do? What I am always, I, I always night, thought yeah? that's like the the most self-defining part of your life is the few years right after high school ends, you know? Yeah. And you're just like, damn, it's getting real now. Yeah. I, I mean, I honestly, that was my biggest takeaway from college was like yeah. that whole social aspect, that whole um side of it like who am i what yeah. do i really like it's like a, it's like a bittersweet experience because it is because really you is. only ever really find who you are through crippling depression <laughs> you know? um, honestly <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah everyone's gonna have those that like that one 
you know, year or, or span of months where they're just like, oh God, I just want to cry every day. Yeah. Nothing's working. Mm-hmm. For real. For oh, but real. so why'd you go to Stevens? Why that? Why that place? Um. Such a great question. Uh, <laughs> a, lot, <laughs> a lot of it was uh, three years that I was only going to be doing three years, and then graduate and be able to, you know, hit the industry a year earlier. Um, so that. Um, it was also, yeah, like that small school aspect of it. I really enjoyed that. And I knew that I wouldn't be able to do it, uh, like anywhere else. And then Mm -hmm. there was my, my senior, our senior year, um, the Cochran's took me, Brooke, Chloe, Maria, I think I'm forgetting somebody else. I might be forgetting. Oh, no, I said Brooke. Okay, anyway, uh, they took us to Stevens, and uh, we got to take a tour, and we got to meet the faculty, and um, we got to meet one of my past teachers. His name is Rob Doyen, um, and he just was able to really tell us everything about the school and how passionate he was about it and the program and everything that it can do and serve how it can serve its students. Um, and I kind of just fell in love there. And, um, and they also are really good at offering like all different kinds of things. Mm -hmm. So you could be an acting student, but you're also learning like the technical side of things. You're learning how to hang lights, how to do costumes, how to uh, build sets all at once. And they're not really limiting on that. So I really liked that like aspect of variety and like getting to learn so many different things like oh, yeah, and, yeah. and learn maybe something you wouldn't have even thought of doing. I was so, so excited. Um, I've lived in the same house like my entire life. And so like just the idea of getting to start like my life in a different place was like awesome to me. I never wanted to go to school in Florida just for that reason. Um, and I'm like, I'm lucky that I, you know, got um, got to go out of state for school, but, um, yeah, it was just kind of crazy, like, starting off, because you, it's really one of those things where you just, like, you get removed from your life, and, like, who you are so quickly, um, and they're like, who am I, who am I really, and Mm -hmm. so, um, the first couple of months were, like, really hard for me. Oh, try to speak closer to the mic. Closer, I'm sorry, do you need to start over? No, 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 okay. How, how like, yeah. can you explain, like, like oh. what is Columbia, Missouri? Like, how is oh, that Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, Columbia is a college town. It's right in between um, Kansas City and St. Louis. So it's, like, two hour, about two hours from each, a little more okay. to Kansas City. Um, big, big t- town. Like, um, it's such a conglomeration of so many different things, too. Um, Because you've got Mizzou there, which is literally thousands of students. Stevens is there, um, which is not thousands of students. And then there's also another college, Columbia College, like another private college there. Oh, really? So it's like three three colleges in one town. So it's it's just a real college city. It really is. Yeah. um, But it's also, so like on one hand, you've got this like football geared town, like they love football so much. That's like the big Mizzou thing. 
you've got parties and frats and you get frat row and then on the other side of town you have <laughs> the really artsy chill laid back liberal like a <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, kind of thing going on where there's uh they have or street up there which is just like there's art galleries and um like art supply areas and then you've got record stores all downtown and cop so many coffee shops like i can't even count <laughs> and there will be coffee shops right across from each other and and vegan restaurants and um like an independent film um independent film like theater um called ragtag where you can like drink your wine while sitting on the couch like it's just this awesome little place in the middle of missouri that like you wouldn't really think about um yeah I loved it personally. Mm-hmm. Like when I was in high school, I would go to Goodwill and collect sweaters for no reason. Mm-hmm. But I love them. I love them passionately. Sweaters. Yeah. Sweaters. Yes. That's the There's bomb one right of my there. I know. I, I sound like an old lady. I love sweaters. Love but it's the sweaters truth. Sweaters are fire. Sweaters are fire. Yeah. And um I finally like got to use them. So mm-hmm. my collection just grew when i was up there so but, what would actually be sorry to cut yeah you off. yeah well uh, yeah what, what would be the day in a life on you while you like a regular day oh okay like if you did Pick a if, season uh i would say like if you had uh like the like say the spring the spring okay. you know and you were doing a show maybe maybe yeah 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 okay, like great. how would that be for you every day I, I i'll just tell you about like my last master race okay okay walk perfect. you through what i did my last master okay okay um so senior year, I didn't have as many classes, which was awesome. Um, I would get to wake up at nine, you know, kind mm-hmm. of basic. Um, us- earlier, if you ever had like a freshman like seminar class, freshmen wake up so early in the morning. Um, freshman seminar? Yeah. Oh, like a freshman seminar. It's, it's basically like some baseline class that you have to, all the freshmen of the school uh, have to take, okay. that kind of thing. Um, so... Yeah, wake up, roll roll out of bed, roll into class an hour later. Um, I had, God, I can't even remember what classes I had, but um, it's all good. Yeah, but yeah. I, I get, I definitely get, <laughs> you know? it. I definitely get. It. Um, but my day was basically like full of theater. So I would go to class, um, probably like my um, nuts and bolts class, for example, where we would learn about the industry, mm-hmm. um, d- like. Two hours. We that was like a two-hour class. Um, maybe go to lunch, but really like make food for myself, oh, okay. or just get a banana or something. Because I lived in apartments my yeah, last year, yeah. so I didn't have a meal plan. Um, I went to work. I worked at the box office oh. for the school, um, which was awesome. And there was a theater. That's you have the theater, uh, right? But then there was also the. Yeah. I don't remember what I it was called. My passion project, the warehouse theater. Yes. 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 Uh, yes. Yes. The love of my life is that is that theater. Can you explain um, what that place was? Yeah, so we had at Stevens there was like the regular playhouse, which was through the school. So oh, like, okay. um, and then there was the warehouse theater, which was a smaller black box venue mm-hmm. with about like 140 chairs, um, up to that, and the theater itself, like the company, was the student led theater. So everything that happened was the students. Like, we had advisors, but we made up the whole creative team. We made up the whole cast and crew and um, 
did everything for the show down to budgeting like we had to budget ourselves oh um and i was heavily involved in that because i uh, i just the idea of making theater is is like such a beautiful thing i want to do it for the rest of my life um but it's important to know like how to make theater and how to do the business side of theater especially um especially if you're doing that kind of like independent theater thing and um we we did a lot of new newer works or like things that were a little edgier mm-hmm. that the main stage wouldn't necessarily do mm-hmm. um yes so my first my second year my first year was like I really involved I tried to do as much as possible whenever I could and then my second year I was a business manager so I was the one dealing with like budgets and stuff Ooh. yeah which was fun was it hard to do it is hard to do especially if it's like not something that you excuse me not something that you do regularly um but i worked in the box office so i understood money a little better i understood the business of theater a little better Mm -hmm. um the hardest part is being like hey set you have a hundred dollars Make something great happen. Oh, oh, man. Yeah. And so that was like, that was basically the whole idea of um, the warehouse. And then um, my last year, I was a chairwoman. So I basically was running oh, the show. Snap. Running the show. Yes. Oh. <laughs> not, not single-handedly <laughs> at all. Um, you know, it's definitely a group effort kind of thing. But yeah, um, I love that place. I love it to death. I think it's one of the most important things happening on that campus. Mm-hmm. Um, Would you say a majority of your time spent in Stevens was in that building? The warehouse. Oh, yes. In the, yeah, in the physical building of the warehouse. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I did a lot with the main stage, too. Um, you know, because, partly because we have to. Mm-hmm. But, like, the things I really didn't remember that I really remember and, like, really enjoy mm-hmm. were the warehouse, mm-hmm. hands down. Mm-hmm. Like, that was my first directing opportunity. Mm-hmm. That was my first show right. that I got to do was in the warehouse at Stevens. Um, like, when I was acting. Right, so, right. yeah. And I know that most, a lot of your time was spent, like, hours even after like midnight just were, were you working on stuff for was it that in tandem with like doing homework i don't know how that yeah so um i, I could get back to the yeah, like yeah. the schedule oh, yeah, breakdown no, no, yeah no, no, no. <laughs> so yeah i'd go to class i'd probably do like another class after i worked and then um we'd get like maybe depending on the time you probably get like an hour to eat hmm. um until you have rehearsal again we did like a six to ten rehearsal so a lot of the time that's um what we were following um and then after 10 is like your own time we tried not to do a lot after 10 the warehouse right. sometimes we would have meetings after 10 p.m so that that could be getting into like 11 11 30 if we're just getting mm. really passionate Oof, production wow. meetings <laughs> yeah um i my Me sleep and schedule was each other for a minute <laughs> an hour my sleep schedule is just wow like yeah. insane I'm a night as owl, everybody's you know, I, was yeah. i like to stay up late i like to stay up late too so yeah. i was completely I'm not a fine person. with it oh no yeah mornings suck i hate yeah, mornings bro. i yeah, for sure. now i wake up oh do you remember aiden? aiden of course i remember me, aiden. me and we're still best friends 
Oh, going, going like 12 years. Should be. She's a morning person. Yeah. Oh, oh I see that. Okay. I see that. Okay. I see that. No, but I, I'm with you. Like, I would stay up until like two, yeah, two just every day if I want you know, because I. Two is the latest to let myself Maybe I had stuff you know. to do. And then, yeah. yeah, so after 10 o'clock, if I didn't have a production meeting, I'd go home and read whatever play I had to right. or do whatever homework I had to. Right. I, I didn't have to take a lot of um, extra like academic classes yeah, yeah, yeah. so that was really nice so i was just doing a lot of memorizing a lot of reading plays a lot of writing essays about plays and mm-hmm. theatrical people and concepts and yada yada but yeah that that would be the day so um but yeah i mean a lot of we a lot of theater kids naturally just stayed up later because oh, yeah, sure. our day ended at 10 like so 10, 9 to 10, 10 p.m. every day almost just about and if you were like a freshman and you were taking classes back to back to back because that's what happens there like every every freshman mm-hmm. is like that you were probably starting eight to ten if you're mm-hmm. on a show do you think uh because you worked so i remember you just worked so hard at freaking mm-hmm. high school mm-hmm. was uh that motivation still there going into college and like those years or or did it become like a a pattern it, that was really not frustrating exhausting yes exhausting yeah. exhausting's a great word um i had it for theater i still was like boom 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. chugging along um were you those type of people that would not go to your dorm because you feel like you wouldn't do homework i sometimes okay. i would do that when i had when i didn't have an apartment uh-huh. and like i didn't have a living space and i just had bed whatever in my room <laughs> bed i would bed <laughs> there was great like spaces downstairs of each oh, um, nice. entrance or i would go to somebody else's room and sit on their floor and do my stuff mm-hmm. um because that that was the only way i was going to stay awake for a little bit mm-hmm. um it's so i mean i and i like, miss it kind of. yeah, <laughs> yeah but it's a, it's a grind it's like a whole like you're yeah. busy you're doing something yeah, yeah. and that yeah mm-hmm. that's yeah yes yeah yeah, yeah. I, feel <laughs> I miss i miss that. i miss having something to do like legitimately having something to do other than me just like what dicking around mm-hmm. for lack of a better term you know just kind of going with the wind like i do now so So I remember you did the summer program, Okaboji. Mm-hmm. Were they both the same year? Like th- they were both the first year and second year you did Okaboji? So, or was it different the second year? So I ended up doing it both years, but typically at the school we wouldn't. Okay. Um, so so yeah, the first year, the first year we did Stye, um which Ooh. is no longer that. Oh, It's okay. um, Summer Theater Institute. In school. In school. Okay. Yeah. Yes, so yes, we yes. basically like did school up to you know like the ending may and then we were like it's a nice weekend back to school Mm. so we did six weeks like straight after that semester to make up one semester for us Um, okay and would that just be uh like regular classes or would that would be so what we did um it's they completely change it this upcoming year like it was different um but what we did was six weeks every week we started a new 
um, like specialized area of theater. So our first week was Commedia d'Arte, and we did a lot of that. We did mask work. We did a devised um, two weeks. We did an improv two weeks where we learned a long form for two weeks. Um, what else did we do? Stage combat we did for two weeks. And then musical theater was our last, like, section. And then we would spend two weeks on each of them. So that first week, when we literally had no other subject to learn, we were just learning Commedia, which was so hard because we were learning Commedia for, like, seven hours a day. Um, Commedia is an old Italian um, form of theater. It's street Uh theater mainly. It's a... masks a lot of mask Mm -hmm. uh, work came out of that so we did a lot of that and a lot of uh stereotypes are born on these like forms of the of characters yes in um comedia if i can remember correctly i think it was like it's like each mask was designed specifically for each character Mm -hmm. and i know the one i can think about that at the top of my head was like the there was always, like, the two lovers, right? There was always, like, a So, lo- fun fact, the two lovers don't wear masks. Oh! There's, like, this old miser guy um, He who typically has a long nose. I'm blanking on his name right now. Um, Pantalone. Yeah, so, so you know, it's kind of mm. like that. Yeah. Um, but then, like, when we would get a new subject every week, we'd be learning those two subjects on and off and then building the sets on and off. And then we did a uh, show a week. So we did five mm-hmm. shows except oh. for that first week. Yeah, so it was a lot. And then um, I took a week off and week or a week and a half or something like that. And I started, um, me and my friend Cheyenne, mm-hmm. we were the first to do this. We were production interns for Okaboji. So we left from our first year, summer and we went to Okaboji for the last five weeks mm-hmm. of their summer. And oh. we built, we basically helped build sets. Right. Because they didn't have a lot of um, technical students. Yeah. Um, so there was never going to be anybody in working the in the shop. And yeah. And so I'll explain Boji okay. now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Okaboji is a nine, ten week, ten week program. Ten weeks, nine shows. Um, each show gets two weeks of rehearsal and one week of run. Um, students are typically cast in four, sh- three to four shows. Um, there's the main Okaboji Summer Theater and then there's the children's theater that they have there. So overall, throughout 10 weeks, there's 13 shows being done. Um, it's crazy, hectic, summer theater on steroids kind of thing. Right. Um, so if you weren't doing a show, you were teching a show? Yeah. Okay. Yes. So like how so yeah, how was that? Everybody for you? was always doing a show all the time. Most people uh, almost uh, with exception of like one person mm-hmm. <laughs> um, was doing two to three shows at once. Oh, and you you would also bring would there be people coming in also? Yes. As like guests? Yes. As well? So we had guest artists yeah. a lot of the time. So then overall what was how was that for you? Just doing crazy it was crazy it was a lot um it's like one of those things that you're like my whole college career built up to this moment and um i don't think it really has to be like that Mm -hmm. like a lot of people think of it that way and 
it's really just like it it it's a great lesson in like stamina mm -hmm. and like how oh. far are you willing to go yeah like what are you willing to do but um it doesn't have to be the be all end all that everybody thinks like you have another year after it um but i personally i had a great time um my first summer i had a great time my second summer and that's because of the people that i was with it was my cabin mates and then we had um interns male interns that we got to spend all 10 weeks with um that i made like really great friends with so that's why i had a great time my <laughs> second summer um it 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 you don't stop working for 10 weeks the day that you start working you do not have a day off because um the schedule goes sunday sunday monday is like I, it's so hard to like say Put where it, it starts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, so if you're putting a show into production, you start on a Tuesday. You work that show for one week. You work that show for two weeks. Then on Sunday, you make. Is it Sunday? Sunday, you put the show up. You work tech Monday, all of Monday. You work. Tech Tuesday, final dress, and you open Tuesday night. Then you're running oh, yeah. that show Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night. Friday, sometimes Friday matinee, definitely Saturday matinee. Okay. And Saturday night, so both. Oh, okay, day. oh, okay. And then Sunday, and then after Sunday, you just did a freaking show, you strike the set. And in that same night, it's called a changeover, so we strike the set and put up the next set. So that's happening for 10 weeks. Yes. Even if you're not in the show and you're not doing a show on Sunday, you still have, like, you'll have Sunday off. Uh -huh. But that night, 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, you're starting the process of taking a set down. Right. Or getting ready to take right. a set down until 3 in the morning, usually. Oof. Yeah. Crazy. So. Doof, I, I wouldn't make it. I'd die. Nonstop. Oh, nonstop yeah. for 10 weeks. I would it's lose it. really it's difficult. I'm yeah. surprised so many people have... And it's Don't again, yeah. Live by it. Yeah, and again, it's that stam stamina of like learning it through high school, and then just like learning yeah. it again through. I don't think. Uh, yeah. I and don't think I will ever do anything like that again. <laughs> I would not sign up for it. I would yeah. not certainly, certainly not pay to do it again. Mm -hmm. Um, but the paid tuition to go there and do it. But yeah. Yeah, but now your process is directing. Look at that. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> and just figuring out now, like the next this new future of yours of like directing for stage yeah that's fantastic yeah i i'm also trying to get into film too because i'm just i really film is so fascinating i just yeah, know yeah. nothing about it at mm -hmm. this point but, but yeah i, I just feel like a niche in in um directing that like mm -hmm. i didn't feel in acting like when i started doing it and i like did i would do scenes it like just clicked for me that mm -hmm. that was what I was supposed to be doing mm -hmm. versus acting. Mm -hmm. um, so I just kind of like ran with that. I did scenes in class. I got to do my first show. Um, it actually just passed a year ago today mm -hmm. or a year ago, a couple days ago um, that the show was running. And then I got to do a scene for the Kennedy Center um, Theater Festival that they do. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Yeah. 
So that's some fantastic stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think the beautiful thing about you is that wherever you decide to do, like, you always give everything from what I've always seen. So thank you. It's fantastic. Um, what I would say to everybody is take every opportunity, every moment in your life and look at it as a learning opportunity. There's always something you can learn. There's always more out there than we are ever going to know. So why not just spend your life looking for it, searching for it, discovering it, and then you get all of these like nice moments in all of that while you're doing that. Um, and then be kind. Be kind to each other. You know, don't take things for granted, especially now when uh, this world is so unpredictable. Um, realize that everything happens for a reason. And if you don't realize it, try to make a reason out of everything um, because there's a reason there. My name is Sofia Garcia, and this has been The Power of Four. And now presenting Kaylee Danielle. One of the best feelings in the world um, is definitely finding a song that gives you butterflies and chills or just something you relate to and put if someone put into words what you couldn't or didn't know you needed to put into words. But being able to make something and listen to it back and get chills or get butterflies or get teary-eyed over something you wrote or something I wrote and feel that way is unbelievable. It's so important as a singer and as a songwriter to find pieces from other artists that teach me, but when I can emulate what I want to put into music, it's the best feeling in the world. speaker. I used to be really shy and I'm not really shy anymore but I'm still really reserved with myself um, but with music I can't pretend to be something else or to be someone I'm not or to say things I don't feel. I have to be honest so music is where my truth really lies. The song 
is about my previous relationship. I wrote it three months after we broke up, so it wasn't really the fresh breakup stage anymore. We were in this weird gray area and everything felt gray. And that's where I got the idea for the song. I came up with the lyric, why is everything gray? And some chords and a loop on GarageBand one night at the beginning of quarantine. And it quickly became something really magical and special to me. This song has taught me how to make music um, on GarageBand and on the computer and just how to write a song in completion. So as much as the song is about my previous relationship, which it completely is, it's become something special in helping me heal and um, understand myself as a person and as a musician and someone who experienced heartbreak. So it has a lot of layers and I hope someone out there will resonate with one of the layers that this song has because that's what music is about, it's finding commonality and that's what I want to share my music for. So my song can be someone else's. people to feel like I want them to feel safe I want people to feel truthful and reminded of their truth I want people to feel like they're listening to something creative and intelligent and very musical but also fun and freeing at the same time I want people to dance and to sing and to feel something and to honor it and to then release it. I want my music to feel like me, but I also want whoever listens to it for them to feel like them. <laughs> 